Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, everybody. Do the show, bitch. Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you, Ben and Woods, 97.3. The fan, great to be here with you. Appreciate you and love you very, very much. Uh, we are Ben and Woods, and uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is here as well. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning. How Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you. I'm decent. I'm in an okay decent. mood. I'm actually uh, taking the rest of the day off Ooh. after the show today. 4K. I am going to the doctor. I have an appointment this afternoon, and rather than like try to rush it all and then get through traffic and get to work, I just said, you know what? I'm just going to go to my appointment, and then I'm taking the rest of the day off. Finally getting that penile reduction that you've been talking about <laughs> well, for so long. It's just my annual checkup. I always do it around my birthday. And I always birthday kinda, was last week, by it, the way. It was, it was on Friday. Like, it was Friday. I right. Always, I always Your birthday do it around, was on Friday. Around I remember. Birthday. I remember. And usually it's like, you know, this is not going to go well. They're going to tell me, 
You need to lose weight. Your blood pressure is a little too high. Your hey, buddy, cholesterol is you... a little too high. I'm kind of looking forward to it today. Do yeah. you eat just spoonfuls of Crisco yeah. or what is your problem? Yeah, dude, it's never fun. So I'm kind of, I'm almost like excited. Of like, course. Ooh, the doctor is going to say nice things to me and 100. go, good job, Ben. Keep up the good work. Now, Part of me goes, of course, when you expect that, that's when they're going to tell you the really bad news that you didn't see coming. Yeah. So now I'm kind of nervous again about it. So it's just a physical. It's just a, yeah, just a physical. And then you got the rest of the day off. And then I got the rest of the day what off. What are you going to do? I have no idea. Take I have a no nap. plans. Grab a nap. I will probably grab a nap at some point. Yeah. Maybe I'll go hit some golf balls. I don't know. It's just weird for you. With yeah. All this time. Without uh, a plan. Usually if I'm off, I have like, it's already planned out. But today... Pretty uh, nothing afternoon, you know, late afternoon or early evening. Nothing to do today. All right, I've got an observation about the time change that is messing with me a little bit. Now, every year I've come in here and said, I love it. I love the time change. This has nothing to do with my kids or when they go to bed. The days are dragging, though. They are dragging. And I'm looking up going, oh, my God. Like yesterday, I started cooking dinner at what I thought was a normal time. (laughs) It was like one thirty in the afternoon. I'm not. I'm not joking. I had to some chicken breasts. I needed to bake. Our oven takes yeah, about an hour, an hour and a half to three hours to to preheat. It's really cool. Uh, it's awesome. I love it. Um, every time you cook, it's what to bake chickens about twenty five to thirty minutes. To do it in my home, you have to. What plan. temperature were you trying to set well, it to? So yesterday? something happened with our. Um, Something happened with our oven. My wife had to reset the breakers. It switched to Celsius. I didn't even know ovens in America had Celsius. I don't even know what Celsius is. I don't know why anybody uses it. So I go in. I'm not kidding you guys. At like 12.45, I was like, God, this thing takes forever. He tried to heat it up to 450. Okay, 450, nice crisp outside, 25 minutes, perfect baked chicken. Juicy inside. I had the chicken brining. The whole thing was going to be beautiful. I click it and walk away. I come back. No kidding. An hour and 45 minutes later, it's 176. I call Hannah. I'm yelling on the phone. I go, what the F is wrong with our oven? I'm like, I hate this piece of ass. She goes, I sent her a picture. She goes, dummy, that says Celsius. I go, oh, well, how much is that? She had to do a quick conversion in her car. She's like, well, that's 350. And I'm like, all right, so I'll just cook it longer. So I put it in. Finally, got it done. I'm not kidding you. We, as a family, sat down for dinner last night. It was three forty-five. Like we were sitting down eating our meal, Taylor's birthday dinner, at three forty-five in the afternoon. You eat, you get done, you look up, you're like, uh, "It's four thirty. Should I just bathe the kids now?" Or I mean, the days are dragging, and I don't know what to do with myself. The Aztec game comes on last. Here's me. Toothpicks in my eyes to keep my eyes open at 7.30. I'm like, is this midnight? I texted you guys at 7.30 on the dot. I go, when the F is this game starting? And you're like... I mean, they had the pregame ceremony. So it started about 7.40, which is like two hours after it gets dark. So I'm watching the the channel that it's on. It's like, what's Creighton going to do this year? I'm like, I don't give a F what Creighton does this year. Put this game on. I was so... So I made it like... I made it like three quarters of the first half before I just zonked out uh, last night. But something did happen. I tweeted it. If you caught the show yesterday, as I got in the car uh, for work yesterday morning, <laughs> I went to open my center console and it popped open. And uh, the clip had broken. And I thought to myself, oh, cool. 
I'm going to have to call the dealership. But the spring still worked that, that, made oh, it, yeah, that it, held it, it up. It goes up, and then you push it down, and it pops back up. Well, it would not stay down. So I, I ordered yesterday morning early the, the piece and the part. And I'm thinking to myself, you really did you just order a car part? And you yourself are going to fix this. Yourself. He who can't hammer a nail doesn't know what a stud finder does. You can't do anything. And I, I'm going to try this. And son of a bitch, if your boy didn't order, A, the right part, uninstall the broken one, and then install that bad boy last night by nice myself job. in the dark. I did it. And uh, I got to tell you, my wife was looking at me in a whole different way. She was like, I'm actually really impressed. Now, I didn't, I didn't get any action out of it or anything, but I think there's a potential for action down the road knowing that I am capable of, of well... Let's be honest. Fixing cars now. I fix cars. That's what I do. I'm a car fixer. <laughs> I've never fixed anything in my life, Ben. Never once. Never once have some, has something broken. And I said, well, let me just give this thing a quick fix. Never. It's the first time ever at 48 years old. So I was pretty proud of myself. A, that I ordered the right part. B, that I knew how to uninstall and reinstall. I used the uh, electric screwdriver also. So, I mean, it was really an involved uh, process last night, but got it done. Felt pretty good. So as long as your car doesn't randomly switch from Fahrenheit to Celsius, you'll be fine. It's exactly yeah. right. Uh, it's exactly right. I have no idea how that happened, but holy cow, man. All of a sudden, his odometer is in kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, was very pleased and, and also replaced the uh, battery in a uh, carbon monoxide detector yesterday. So it was really... Look at you. I know now... Was it one of those uh, uh, rectangular like square batteries? It was like or? a short, stubby... Ooh, like short, round, but stubby battery. And I went, and Hannah, of course, is always prepared. Like a, like a lithium battery? Maybe like it's those, lithium. Those little discs? But I came home, and I was resting, you know, resting, and I kept hearing, beep. And then I'd be like, oh, I can hear that through my headphones. Beep. So like, ah, it's Why'd you have headphones crazy. on if you were resting? <laughs> you know, I was just resting. Beep. So I'm like, beep. So I got. I went out to the garage. It's a chirp. It's, it's a, a little chirp. chirp. Yeah. yeah. Beep. So I went out to the. Uh, I went out to the um, garage. I dragged the big ladder in, replaced it myself. This really was a pretty monumental day. People are listening, going, "Yeah, I built our cabin uh, out of wood that I cut and finished myself." I get it. I get it. Good for you. I'm very jealous of what you can do. It kind of makes me want to start doing more things around the house. Hannah says it would have been great if you had put everything back after you used it. I did. It. I put everything back. <laughs> I don't even know what she's talking about. Ladder's not just sitting in the middle of the house no, right now. No, ladder's right back it. where it belongs. Okay, good. The screwdriver's good. right back where it belongs. She's insane, as you know. She's teasing you. She better be. I uh, I did a really uh, had a really nice day yesterday. I'm proud of you. I can't do a lot of those things. So I, you know, I think you're taking a leap forward for the entire show here this morning. Now I, I want to... Like I, th- I, I, I was laying in bed last night. I looked at Hannah. I go, can you imagine the feeling that some men have or women? They look under the hood and they go, uh, "That's the alternator. Hang on." And they can actually go and like, yeah, just replace. Like, I got this air. I think I could do an air filter. I think I could do that. You unscrew that thing. You pull it out. You put the new one in. You screw it. I think I, I can handle that. I know how to check my oil. That's good. But imagine Ben. Oh, the engine block's cracked. Let's get this thing on the lift. Let's hoist it out. I'm going to rebuild this one and do this this transmission. And could you imagine that feeling life's of power? A li- life's a little different now. When we were growing up, at the most, you'd have 
an instruction manual that might explain to you how to do something yeah. if you could follow step by step instructions. What some people are are decent at, and some people. It's very hard to follow. I mean, remember when you get like a Lego thing and you had to follow each step to try to build whatever it was? Some people can't do it. Some people can't. Now, though, it's different. Now there are YouTube videos that basically can show you how to do anything. You search it and there's someone who is replacing the battery in a carbon monoxide detector that's fixing the clasp on a on a console in the I middle. Even, I didn't even need it. You didn't need it. I but didn't even need there it. Are, I eyeballed it. There's like... There's like videos for everything, and you follow along, and you pause, and you bring your phone out, and it's like I actually did replace the headlight on my car. You did, I remember at that, that point, you and feel I had great. I had my phone out, and I like kept pausing it and going back. Okay, okay, he's doing it. It looks just like my car. Okay, got okay, it. he's got the same kind of car here. Okay, here's what he did. He undid this. All right, I undo this, and you. You really are just copycatting things now. You don't think for yourself anymore. Do you remember you just copycat what someone else does? Do you remember um, Time Life books? Yes, they had those. Paulie, were you too you too young for Time Life books? They used to so. advertise them on Channel Eleven or something, and it was they looked like they unlocked the secrets to the universe. Yeah, and they had uh, all these how to. And my yeah, grandfather carpentry, carpentry and my grandfather had every one. Now, automotive. He, he was he was more of a tinkerer, which is. That would drive Hannah nuts. If I'm just at home tinkering with that oven, trying to fix it today, he usually usually made everything worse after he did after he touched it. But he loved to tinker. But he'd have those books out, man, trying to learn how to build a deck or something in the backyard. And um, I guess I come by it naturally, Ben. Just being a, I just haven't searched the, I haven't accessed this part of my brain yet, the ability to fix and and build things. So I uh, like this new side of myself and probably save myself honestly probably a hundred dollars. Right? No, no, no. Maybe more. You saved yourself. It's you, Woods. You would have paid five hundred. I would have paid five hundred dollars for that. Yeah, you would have saved other people a hundred dollars, but yourself, you saved even more. Eight dollars is what it cost me. So anyway, enough about me and my my ridiculously handy uh, behavior. We've got. Uh, I would say I would be lying to you if I said we've got a lot to get to today. That would be a lie. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a lie. There's not a lot to get to. We are going to stretch it out. It is a real speculation season. Speculation Tuesday here on Ben. It's and all Lewis. in the eye of the beholder, I guess. Well, I'm the beholder. I'm in the actual beholder, and I looked at it and said, "My eye tells me that there's not a lot to get to today." I am looking forward to our guest at eight thirty-five. Oh, the too. legendary coach Steve Fisher after last night's uh, season opener banner raising. At Viejas Arena for the Aztecs and uh, opening win for San Diego State over Cal State Fullerton. Get his reaction. Big performance by Jaden Ledee, 27 points. Uh, it was a unbelievable start and then kind of a kind of a tough end of the first half. And then once again, they took off in the second half and uh, and got that win to start the season coming off their final four year. But that banner. Man, that banner looks pretty sweet up in the rafters at Viejas sure Arena. It really does. It's going to live there forever. I, I mean, I hope so. Sometimes, I guess, you have program violations and they make you take them down. But let's just not think about that part and just assume that it's going to live you, there forever. What are you inferring here? I think <laughs> we're fine. I think, I if, think we're good. I think if uh, if any program's okay, I think it's Dutch's program. I would, I would think so. So that looked really cool last <laughs> that's a, night. That's a, weird, that's a weird thing to say. Well, I mean, I just wanted to be 
thorough. Okay, in my well, I mean, that's analysis. very thorough. Also, there could be an earthquake yeah, and it could fall true. into the earth. So just, if we're covering all bases, someone might not have secured it properly. Somebody could steal they it. They didn't follow the YouTube video on yeah. how to properly raise banners. Someone could steal and it. And it just falls. So, yeah, there Brilliant. are some other possibilities out no, there. But that is about as fun as a uh, opening night can get. I would I mean, think so. House. Joe Musgrove doing the I Believe chant. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty cool. He looked a little nervous, by the way. He did. He looked a little you nervous. You thought so? Yeah, he did. I oh. thought. It also looked like he was reading off a cue card. I'm not kidding. I watched it several times. All right. Well, well uh, welcome to the club, Joe. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. We'll get into it. Uh, Aztecs, the managerial search for the Padres, the, the fairly surprising news that dropped, of course, at like 10.01 yesterday after our show involving the Cubs and the Brewers. Uh, we'll get to that as well. It is a celebration of me, thanks to Paulie this week on the Daily Diddy. I think you guys felt guilty about forgetting my birthday. No, so. We did. No, in particular reason I, I chose I, that. I did. Daily sure. Diddy selection. So now you pick it. I get to pick. A song that reminds you of you. Just songs um. about Ben. <laughs> yeah. Songs that remind so you of Ben. So I'll be doing something a little bit different on today's Daily Diddy. A little personality reveal okay. of Ben again with Perfect. my song selection. That is coming up next, and then we are off and running on a Tuesday. So glad to have all the Tier 1s with us. It is Ben and Woods on San Diego's number 1 sports station. Uh, let's check with Kelly Danick some traffic on this Tuesday morning here on 97.3 The Fan. It's blurry even without light In the middle of the night I worry It's blurry even without light I, I, I know I that's why I sharpen all the others a lot. It's like flowers or ladybugs, pretty weeds or red beetles with dots. But in the middle of the night, I worry it's blurry even without light. In the middle of the night, I worry it's blurry even without light. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, it's a celebration of me week. Oh. You really need to know. I know it. You do know it. Back to the Future. You do know, yep. yes. Back it's my favorite movie. And I've told you many times, I've listened to tons of soundtracks growing up. I like the compilations of the songs. But more <laughs> than that, what I loved about soundtracks is that they included the score yep. from the movie. This is Alan Silvestri's score, the uh, the original score and credits from the Back to the Future uh, movie. And I would actually probably listen to the score more than some of the songs on those soundtracks of the movies that I grew up watching. And I watched no movie more often than Back to the Future that growing was up. That's my favorite. Great movie, number one. Great soundtrack. It is the Huey Lewis terrific. is yeah. phenomenal. Um, Got some good Chuck oldies. Barry, yeah. yeah, Chuck Berry. Johnny B. Good. Yeah. yeah, Johnny B. Good. Phenomenal. I used to fully mimic Marty McFly and his guitar and the so solo I was, and everything. I always wonder, because they have, it's credited on the soundtrack as Marty McFly and the Starlights, right. which is Marvin Berry's band in the... I don't. Does does Michael J. Fox actually sing that, or do they have no? I, they no, have no someone chance. else. It's not Chuck Berry who's singing nope. it, though. But nope. they they must have gotten someone who sounded somewhat like Michael J. Fox that, to sing that. I couldn't when he did the lip syncing. I went that doesn't. It match. doesn't match. <laughs> Even quite at, up. at ten years old, I was like, right that, down that, in Louisiana, that doesn't look Orleans, right at all. Back up in the woods, but, the, I, I was always trying to figure out how they did that. <laughs> what a jam uh, that not not that one. That's just a nice. Nice song, but it is. It reminds you of you because that it is movie very was great. It's, it's very me, and I li- I listen to a ton of. I still do like movie scores and uh, you know some of the John Williams classics, and I, I always enjoy that with the instrumentals that they put in there. That so, one is a really good one. It took me a, a moment, one. but I knew when it, it kicked in. Everyone kind of has it somewhere in their mind. If you've seen that movie a couple of times, it's in there. It's, you, it's bouncing around. What do you think was so appealing to you about that? Film? I think. Um, I mean, you know me. It's this the science fiction, just the cleverness of the it was twist of very going back clever. and you know Senior meeting your dad. parents ah. when they were younger, and and then the whole, the, you know, they have to get them the lightning has to strike and the perfect timing to make it all work. It's ridiculous when you think about it, but as a kid, I enjoyed it tremendously, and I do think. You're such a music person, but I think I'm more of a visual person. When I have something that I've seen that I can then attach to the music, like I'll take a song that I like, it's okay, and then it'll be in a movie and like a scene that I love, and all Boom. of a sudden I like that song <laughs> ten song. times more than I liked it before. Even I'm the same way. The song like hasn't too. changed. So that visual element to me, that feeling, whatever was happening in the movie at the time, and then it associates with that feeling again, it, it makes a huge difference for me in music. Can I be honest? It took me until I was about 30 to realize what the hell was going on with the picture, the disappearing, and then they would come. I was like, well, I don't get You didn't that. get that. And then I finally got it. I was like, oh, because Erased they're not from existence. They're not going to meet, no. so they're not going to procreate, <laughs> so the picture is disappearing. But I, when I was a kid, I'm like, oh. 
His brother's disappearing. It's a clever movie it with the, the Uncle Joey in the prison cell. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's very I mean, clever. It, there's a ton of tiny callbacks throughout the movie. It's, I, I mean, I think Steven Spielberg helped really totally launch him to superstardom as a director, but just the tiny things, like in the beginning, they meet at the Twin Pines Mall, yeah. but he Lone runs Pine. over one of, the, one of the pines, so when he comes back at the end of the movie, it's called the Lone, Lone Pine, Pine Mall. Mall. Just genius. No, no one even says anything about that, and it is so clever. It's just a, cl- it's that a whole good movie. movie. Good. I tried to uh, let I tried to watch it with Bo. He was like, I don't get it at all. I'm like, it's a time machine. He's like, what's, what is time? Like, what do you mean? I don't understand. Is that his? There may be a minimum age required yeah, to get that well, one. Well, I mean, yeah. like I said, it took me until I was 30 to figure out what the picture was doing. So, uh, all right, let's talk some uh, hoops. What do you want to do? You want to talk hoops or what? Uh, we'll get a couple minutes here. Let's, um, let's talk about awards season just quickly because we can get through that in a second. The uh, Baseball Writers Associative Association. Try wow. that again. Baseball Writers Association of America. Hold on. Remix. There he is. He was nominated as a finalist for the NL Cy Young Award, as expected. Blake Snell, one of three finalists. Um, Zach Gallen. And who was the third? Uh, Logan Webb. Logan Webb was a finalist. So not no Justin Steele. Boy, it's hard to make an argument for anyone other than Blake Snell out of those three. Now, given the playoff context, you go, well, what about Zach Gallen? They did the vote before the season you know, playoffs started, so my guess is Blake Snell is going to win that handily. Uh, but they had all the nominees. Our friend Skip Schumacher is a finalist for NL Manager of the Year as well, wishing Skip the best in picking up uh, that honor. But uh, they, they had all the nominations, the MVP nominations and everything that came out yesterday. Yeah, um, it still is very weird to me, and I, I want to be excited about Blake Snell winning a Cy Young, and they put him out there in the Padres gear, and you have that, hell yeah, and then you go, you're a cardinal, you know. You're a you're a mariner. Awesome man. We'll give him the award when he comes back. To yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's. Just, I was like, oh, it. Of course, I'm happy for him. Blake's a great dude. He pitched his ass off last year. Seeing him in that uniform hurt. What I what I knew, he's probably gone. He uh, does still live forever as a San Diego Padres Cy Young. He, he does. He did win the, and then it also lives forever that we let the Cy Young Award winner walk away. The the year after he won it, we didn't let him. He's walking away well, more yeah, than likely. We're going to trade Juan Soto. He's going to end up going to Cooperstown. It's so cool. We, hey, we had, we had him a year for and a, half. a year and a half. It's funny because the Padres did that once uh, with Mark Davis, who won the Cy Young Award in 1985. Free agent, cashed in. I think he went to the Royals with the big money. The Padres were unwilling to play. He was terrible after that. It turned out to be a, a really good decision to let him go, as was the decision really to let Kevin Brown go after the 1998 season. I was, mean, that a, was that a good decision? Yeah. Because it was really expensive, right? He was... was 89, um, right? You said 85. 89, I'm sorry. Yeah, 89, yeah, 89 with Mark Davis. The Padres and then 1990 with the Royals. How, yeah. How did he do in 90, Paulie? Not that I'm wishing Mark this on Davis. Yeah. yeah. Not what, that I'm wishing this the, on Blake. What would Snell. be the equivalent for Blake Snell to go somewhere else? He did not do nearly. Well, those were now the, he was a re, he was a reliever. It was a weird. That's a weird one. Cy Young weird year for sure. Those were the days when the Royals would outspend the Padres. You're like, well, we can we can't compete with. Kansas I mean, they would City. outspend like the Yankees, <laughs> know. And, you know, for a big free agent. That so was very strange. Eighty nine. He went. Four and three with a one eight five. That was the Padres year. Oh, okay. That was the Cy Young year. Right? The next year, two and seven with a five one one ERA. They're like, we paid for this. Yeah. Oh man, say hey, maybe let that be a lesson to you, Blake. Look no further than the case of Mark Davis. Don't you want to stay? Maybe cut a nice a nice deal for us. Stay here where you know everybody. 
It's, real comfortable? It's interesting, though, because the Padres, who have been big-time players now, we've gotten used to them being off-season players for big free agents, their names popping up in rumors every year. It's the exact opposite right now. I I saw ESPN do their top seven free agents and where they might land. Padres weren't uh, on the anyone's list anymore wow. for Snell or anyone. They're not thought of as even a possibility, a team that's not going to sign anyone, essentially. And I... To me, I think that is that's an overreaction. The other way, I don't think the Padres are simply going to do nothing this off season. There's still something they're going to go out and get done before the off season they, is over. They don't. They don't have a choice. Like they have to figure something out. Well, yeah, right. I don't have any players to to fill out the team for the you know 2024 season, but. It, it you know it's a totally different scenario after two pitchers. spend spend spend. You know, the national media has pretty much given up on the Padres as potential off-season players. And I, I'm sure there's some truth to that, that they, you know, the constraints are going to keep them from being, you know, they're not in on, I don't know, Matt Chapman or some of the biggest, you know, free agents right now, nor should they be. But uh, to completely dismiss the Padres as a factor in the off-season really ignores the history of A.J. Preller and what he has always done as general manager of the Padres. Yeah, it does. And, and, but again, you know, there, there's only a limited amount of money, allegedly, that you have to right. work with. And, and, but nothing shocking that they do. If, if they ended up spending 250 again, I guess I won't be shocked. You know, I, I, I'd be a little surprised, but it won't shock me just yeah, based I, on what we've heard. And I what don't we've think read it's going to get that high, but I don't what, either. what's the point of keeping A.J. Preller if you're not going to let him be A.J. Preller? It's like, oh, well, we we have faith in him as our general manager, but by the way, AJ, you're not allowed to do any of the things that you've done before because we we can't give you any flexibility this off season. Table that. That's a okay. really interesting thought that I have some ideas about. All right, we will. Is, uh, is letting AJ Preller be AJ Preller inherently a good thing? All right, table that because I've got a rebuttal to your thoughts. You of, don't even know what I I'm don't even say. know what your thoughts are. <laughs> Uh, the first order of business, though, still is hiring a manager. Correct. Uh, the Padres are now, I don't, I don't want to say they're falling behind in the race to hire a manager. It's not a race. You're just trying to find the right person, but other Life's skippers race, are being hired. Padres are still in the interviewing and decision-making process, but we'll give you an update after a very busy day yesterday. On the managerial front, we'll get to that coming up next. Don't go away. It's Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. As usual, news likes to break right after our show. You can almost uh, set your clock by it, walk down to the car, check Twitter, and as you're getting in the car, something big happens. I wonder what's going to happen today. Who knows? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you, if you want to like place a wager on what time of day the Padres will announce a new manager or you know Jeff Passan will drop the tweet about a new manager, any time between 10.01 and 10.06 is a great for the uh, the big news to drop. But yesterday had to do with the uh, the surprise managerial hire. I mean, it was right when we got out of here. It, like, like three different things happened consecutively. Ben called me, which he does three times a year, maybe. Well, and I'm I, like, so, what, is, what is going uh, on? Well, I'll, I'll explain it all. Let's check traffic. And then, uh, I because I was fascinated when I saw the first tweet. Before we knew where Craig Council was going, the first tweet fascinated me, and that's why I called Woodsy. But we'll get to that after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. So you had the other two managerial moves, more of the expected hires. The Guardians hired Stephen Vogt yesterday, and then the Mets hired Carlos Mendoza. Did you think that was expected? Does that because you... I was expecting the Mets and Guardians to hire a manager because they didn't have one. Okay, that's that was expected because well, you have to have a manager, just like I'm expecting the Padres to hire a manager. What was unexpected, and I forget if it was Rosenthal or Passan. I think it was Rosenthal but, that broke But it. they tweeted that Craig Council has is has found a job. But then he, he didn't say who it was, but he said, but it's a team that already has a manager. And I thought, holy cow. <laughs> He's going, so it's not one of the teams that's currently, like at least that we thought, was looking for a manager. And I, that's why I called you Woods. I'm going, well, what team has a manager, but is willing to jettison their manager in favor of Craig Council. And my first thought was, maybe it's the Chicago White Sox. Um, you know, they were they didn't say they were going to make the change, but I know it's close to Milwaukee, and I'm thinking, I could see that, because his, his, you know, Craig Council's family's in Milwaukee, he wouldn't really have to leave. It's only like, it's like Orange County to here, right? Milwaukee to Chicago. I think it's about ninety miles. Is yeah, it, about an hour it, and a half. So you know, not not that long. Like he can on off days, he could go back to Milwaukee. And I'm thinking maybe it's the White Sox. Um, I, I, my initial thought was maybe the Marlins. Two-hour um, drive. I thought maybe the Marlins were. You know, they they hired the Marlins did a new president of baseball right. ops. And I have not heard from from our pal Skip in a while. Um, and I know he's now up for manager of the year, as we talked about. 
But I did think... But with the changes going on? You know, a president of baseball ops comes in. What does he want to do? Day one, he wants to make his mark. And I went, well, there's, that's a pretty big mark. But I didn't see him going across the country to either the Mets or the Marlins. So as soon as the Mets announced their guy, I went, oh, well, this is really odd. And then I thought maybe, could it be the Yankees? Right. I mean, Craig Council, you know, get the biggest managerial name. You know, Aaron Boone, they obviously had a disappointing season, and they were sticking with him, but I... Maybe maybe it's the Yankees is going to hire Craig Council, and then about five minutes later we found out, no, it's the Chicago Cubs. So I was right about Chicago, wrong about the team. I was just thinking that you know they they had said David Ross is our guy going forward, kind of like Bob Melvin was the guy going forward here in San Diego. Turns out he wasn't the guy going forward, and they felt like the opportunity to steal away uh, a, a successful manager from a division rival. Was too good to pass up, sure. essentially, and uh, you know they went right after him as soon as November first hit, and he became uh, a managerial free agent because they didn't ask the Brewers for permission before November first. They simply waited. They didn't fire their manager because they didn't know if they were going to be able to get counsel. But once they did, they acted very quickly, and everything came together. I mean, they made it almost impossible for him to say no with the offer that they made. Well, and like again, twice as much as any other manager. Yeah, he double Bob Melvin. Uh, Craig Council's $8 million a year deal with Chicago Cubs is an industry-shaking deal. In recent years, multiple coaches have pointed out it's more lucrative financially to take a job with a college program than an MLB team. Council's deal could help change that in Major League Baseball. And as I tweeted, look, as we all know well here in San Diego, it's not about what you're worth because let's be honest, man, Craig Council is a great manager. But is he a better manager than than Dave Roberts? Is he a better manager than Brian Snitker? Is he a better manager than a lot of these guys? Bruce Bochy? Bruce Bochy? He's getting paid more than both. And I said, it's about what someone is willing to pay you. I mean, and that's it. I mean, the guy in, in radio that made a lot of money, and he wasn't worth it. We replaced him a couple times. And it, it's, <laughs> it's, not about, it's not about your worth. It's not. It's about what somebody is willing to pay you. We've done it to 1,000 players here over the, the, the last nine years. So good for Craig Council, man. That's a, that's a hell of a deal. Um, I do think, you know, like like Bob Melvin, he's got his work cut out for him. I don't think the the Cubs are going to be um you know, for him, he was the 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 thing they always said about council is he's able to get the most out of what he has. Okay, great. He's gonna have to do that in Chicago as well. They're not gonna go and spend just because they went and, and paid this manager, they're not gonna be in the, the top three or four of payroll, I doubt very much. Um they'll be in on some some big players, but He's going to have his work cut out for him, and for eight million bucks a year, man, you got to deliver. Like that's the that's the main thing. You well, have to I deliver. Mean, he's getting getting forty million, whether it works out or True. not, because that'll all be guaranteed. Yep. And God. I mean, yeah, you, the Cubs don't spend the way some other teams do, but you, you can make the argument that they're on an upward trajectory. They missed the playoffs, but they took steps up with David Ross as their manager the last couple of years. Were one of the big surprises for much of last season when they started slowly. Played great throughout the summer and then kind of went into a September swoon and ended up missing the playoffs by one game. But nuts. Man. You could have made the, if you were the Cubs and keeping David Ross, you could easily make the argument. Well, they did. We are making a huge step forward. Yeah, they, they did. They did. They made the, the owner made that argument. He said, Hey, we, we like where we are with Rossi and the guys could have quit on him last year and they didn't. And he's our guy. And then you have a chance to go get, uh, Craig Council and you have to take it. And listen, I saw a lot of people talking about how they did. David Ross dirty. And you know, man, I, I understand 
that perspective, but I actually think the way that they did it was fairly above board. Now, they called counsel and they said, we're interested in you. Are you interested in us? And he said, sure. And they said, well, let's go meet way off site, you know, Starbucks somewhere in 4S Ranch, like we met Adam, way far away. And so he didn't want anybody to see it, didn't want anybody, any of the executives or anybody in the building to start texting their buddies, because that's how it all gets out. What time did you get there, Ben? Yeah, he was like 30 minutes late. At least, I went to the wrong Starbucks, minutes, I think. It was great. Yeah. It was super cool. We just sat there sat, with this guy named Adam. With this guy. We didn't it's know. Power it's move. not a power move. Power it's move. Rude. Me and Woods were there 45 minutes to early. an hour We early. sat in our cars and talked through the window. <laughs> so at any rate, so he goes, they meet off-site, they end up talking late into the night. Then the... The G, uh, Hoyer, I think it was Hoyer, right? Judd Hoyer gets on a plane, flies to Tallahassee, and he's got to go fire David Ross in person. And they talked for a couple hours, and it said in the article, it actually got pretty heated. And I can imagine that it did, um, because that you know, listen. But I, I think I don't. I think it was done above board. They did you know, didn't break any rules or anything like that. Uh, if you're David Ross, you're pretty bummed, honestly. And and that was your team that you pl- you played for. You won a World Series with. And you've done a pretty good job. I mean, semantics. They didn't break any rules. They didn't do anything unethical. And it's certainly their right. They have David Ross under contract. They're going to pay out his contract. I mean, they're not doing anything illegal. But I think it's hard to argue that they didn't didn't do him dirty. In that, if they had known they were going to fire him, it would have been much more advantageous for David Ross to know this a week and a half or two weeks ago. So he could have started interviewing for other jobs. He could have been a candidate for the Mets job. He could have been a candidate for the Guardians job. They probably would have been very interested. Now, all of a sudden, he's not even eligible. There's talk that A.J. Preller might give him a last-minute interview. We don't even know if that's the case. So if he wanted to stay in baseball, what the Cubs did to him was absolutely rotten. You think? I think, yeah, they've yeah, taken they away. Dirty. They likely took away his ability to work this year hmm. by the timing of their move. He now, might catch on as an assistant, but somewhere. they couldn't. Yeah. They couldn't do anything till November first. Right. How many? How right. many exactly. openings? But he's are? hold on. So he's under contract. Yeah. Right. So they couldn't so he, do anything till November. Yeah. 1st. He doesn't have any recourse, and I mean, he's not going to. He can't file a lawsuit or anything. But in terms of the, I guess, yeah, it's it's. Don't frame it like the Cubs did him dirty necessarily. Like it was intentional. It was just a, a poor. It, it was a poor the circumstances. The circumstances yeah. worked very poorly against David Ross. That he probably is getting a much shorter end of the stick as a guy who gets fired than someone else who could have at least regrouped and gone. All right, get with your agent. All right, here's our plan. We're going to talk to you. this team and this team and this team. There's almost nothing left. Now. How many openings are just San Diego, Anaheim, San Diego, Anaheim. That's it. Is that right? Might be. Interesting. Well, listen. A lot of people talking about Houston. Yeah, Houston. Houston. Yeah, a lot of people talking about that they want David Ross here. I think my initial reaction was, um, not that he was fired for a reason. They they fired because they upgraded, right? They upgraded in their eyes the guy that they want to run their club. if if he wasn't on your your list of guys that you it does it feel a little bit like hey pick him up let's go let's well, I mean but what if he was on the Guardians list like their GM said boy if David Ross was available I, could, I, would, I, would, I would call him, him immediately should have called him I guess you know I mean, I mean you know you got to think outside outside the box I mean and ask permission they should have asked permission yeah. to try to steal him away from the Cubs you don't think if you're the Guardians that you can steal away the Cubs manager you know. Maybe you think you can steal away the A's manager when he's Bob Melvin, 
But it probably doesn't occur to a lot of people to think they can steal away the Cubs manager after the Cubs have just announced, oh, he's coming back, no. he's our guy. Yeah, Milwaukee's got an opening now. Oh, that's a good point. That oh, would that be would... the greatest thing of all time. Like, all right, we'll just manager swap this thing, and here we go. I mean, what, I think David Ross would be a great fit in Milwaukee. He looks like Milwaukee. He looks like a guy that is from Milwaukee. So I think he'd be a pretty decent fit Kind there. of pale. Doesn't like, get a lot of sun. He's got like beard, you know. He <laughs> looks looks like a like a hard ass. So I think that'd be a good one. But yeah, we'll see how it uh, it pans out. I I I um I don't know when the Padres are gonna 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 make the move. I had heard uh, around town, Ben could be could be as early as next week. You know, it could be as late as next week. Doesn't necessarily need so it to could be as early as this. Could morning. be as early as this morning, but I don't. I, I think it will be maybe later in the week. Because again, if you're going to interview him and. Whoever else gets gets you know jettisoned out of where they are, uh, maybe you do want to want to wait a little bit and see what happens. Is so, it where where does it? I know it's very important to hire a manager. You want to get this thing going, right? You want to get the get the text messages flowing from the new manager to Manny and Tatis, and we sure love you to stay, Juan and Blake Snell. We'd love to have you back, man. I think you'd fit in great here. Don't you go on a bit of a a tour if you're the new manager and you go visit I players at their heartbeat. homes and oh, yeah. you know you yeah. take a week and you go just hop plane to plane like yeah. okay I'm going Jerry Maguire man go to Miami I'm going to the, the living room going, yes. you know, going everywhere and Here spending some time even if it's just an afternoon no doubt you know sitting in a kitchen table and just you know making that first contact in person but as opposed like, to on a Zoom call well we haven't seen you know free agency didn't start off with tons and tons of huge contracts yesterday. Usually waits. You know, you get a couple of little signings here and there. You get little the winter meetings yesterday. in a month. Yep. Um, but does that does AJ Preller need to hire a manager before he goes out and starts talking to players? Does is one dependent on the other? I think so. I do. I think so. And I think you know you you want to have your guy. You want to have your, your the figurehead in there. And again, who knows how much power this this person, whoever it is, will have. Uh, to to make decisions on personnel and things like that. That's typically the general manager. I mean, AJ's not get stopping input. from going after someone just because he doesn't have a manager right. in place. I, I think. Uh, I mean, you've already seen that they've picked up the options on some of their coaches for next year without even hiring a manager. Mm-hmm. Now they've they've said we haven't assigned them yet until we hire the new manager, but it's clear that AJ is going to. I don't want to use the word force coaches onto a new manager, but he's going to make a strong suggestion that, you know, these are some guys that we'd like to keep. I'm sure they want Ruben Niebla as the pitching coach 100%. still, no matter who they hire as manager. And I would be surprised if, if that's not the case, whoever that they hire, that Ruben will be back. And if Ryan Flaherty's not the manager, Probably going to be back, you know, somewhere on the bench, at, you know, at next season as well. That depends. I mean, it depends on who you bring in. I mean, that's why Schilt is such a safe hire, right? Because he can, he knows all those guys and and can can slide right in. Um, you don't underestimate how critical that is and how much of an advantage Mike Schilt has when he knows he can come in and he's not going to have a problem with all the coaches who are already coming back because he knows them. AJ knows his thoughts on them. If it's Benji Gill, which again is intriguing, I mean, Benji doesn't know these coaches. He's going to want some of his own guys, maybe in positions that AJ had a different idea. Well, you know, I had this guy slotted for here, and Benji's like, oh, I really want to bring my guy in. And Do you guys have your guys? Like, if you're you got my hired, guys. You're my guys. we are your guys. Yeah. You'd bring us. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'd bring you guys for yeah. sure. 100%. And some others. 
I'd bring some. I've got some other ideas. Because win or lose, good or bad, you want your guys. It's true, and we give AJ Preller. We give AJ Preller grief for that. We do. We we break his balls about. Oh, you always surrounding yourself with all these guys. You know, it's actually. It's human nature, is it not, to be yeah. like, I'm in a position of power. I can hire who I want. I want By to way, hire a lot of pressure. I want to hire who's best for the organization, but I also want to hire people that I know. That because I know them. And I can look Ben in the eye and be like, You were late again. You're late again. You're on towel duty tonight. You're like, but I'm the third base coach. Not tonight. Tonight you're on towel duty. <laughs> right? That's how it works. I, I mean, I think it's more than just that though. It's it's that comfort factor of being able to have open discussions and, you know, just having personalities mesh because you know guys. Yeah, we do, we do bust his, his nuts for that. But I, I think, you know, when you, when you think about it, a coach, guy, they're going to spend 162 games down in that locker room plus spring training in the dugout, all of that. Might as well be someone you know and get along with. Uh, not that you have to be, you know, all on the same page all the time, but the familiarity is huge. And I think Schilt. And Flaherty, for that matter. That's a, a benefit to them. We saw a, I thought, a bit of a different sort of San Diego State basketball team last night. Some ups, a couple of downs, but mostly ups in last night's opener. We'll talk about that coming up. Play some Take on Woods. We have more Green Day tickets to give away. If you can beat or tie Woods, you go to that concert at Petco Park. Your opportunity coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.